everybody, the SWP is brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford, where you can custom order your next Ford vehicle to ensure you get the exact vehicle you want at the right time. Easy steps. Jump online at jimkford.com, select your vehicle, choose your model, trim, and options. Then the Jim K. Ford team will contact you to confirm your selections and pricing and answer all your questions before your order is placed. Easy as that. Your vehicle created your way. Jim K. Ford, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans or jimkford.com. I dealt with an SWP listener just the other day. They had the wife's car with one company, the house was with another, and the husband's car was with a third. The fourth policy was fine for the cottage in Quebec. Anyways, now they know, and we've got an amalgamated plan going forward. We even saved a whack of money doing it. Text me, Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, 613-801-2659. Your modern boutique broker. The SWP with Steve Warren and Jim Jerome. Ottawa Sports Talk every weekday. Well, greetings, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Steve Warren Project. Steve and Jimmy loaded up for another hot session of sports and whatever, slaving over a hot microphone. Forget about the blues. They're playing disco right now in St. Louis. Staying alive. Battle of Alberta continues. We got, uh, let's see, the Sens are willing to trade their seventh pick. The CFL still iffy on whether they're going to start the season on time. All still ahead today. Thank you for being with us. We hope you enjoy the show. Jimmy, what's going on? Did you say we're going to do a hot mess of a show? Hot? I think a hot session of sports and whatever, I think, is what I said. Uh, Here's one, Stevie, that I don't get from the kids. Speaking of that. Okay. Okay. I've heard a bunch of... Boy, I I haven't talked to you or, you know, you see them on social media. I haven't I haven't been up here in a hot minute. Really? Right? I've so, never heard that. Yeah, a hot minute. You watch. Yeah, I haven't I, I haven't talked to you in a hot minute. So I'm like, well, a hot minute would be like a quick minute, right? Right. Right. And so I a fast minute, you know. And it's like, well, that doesn't make sense. You're you're saying like you haven't talked to me in a long time. Yeah. And they said, Yeah, that's what it means. Okay. A hot minute. Doesn't sound right. Not, that doesn't mean that. No, no, that doesn't mean that at all. If it does, it shouldn't. Are kids just are, are kids just making shit up, Steve? And I think so. So they can take claim so. to something, is you know? Yeah, I, it's like I don't get that. Yeah, Steve. Boy, it's been a you know been been a long time, Steve, since we've seen each other. Yeah, how long? Well, just a couple of minutes. No, that see that doesn't make that doesn't no, make sense. No, Steve? no, that's right huh? there with hot minute. What is what's a new minute? what's a New York minute? That's what I want to know. That's a fast minute. New that York, is a fast minute. Time. Okay, good. I never know. Yeah, New York minutes. Boom, boom, boom. New York time goes fast, right? Time goes fast. Just everyone's well, it's a city everyone, that never sleeps. Everyone's juking. Everyone's jiving. Yeah. Um, when you say New York, I almost had my mother killed. Oh. Yeah. Like with a hitman? Uh, like in New York. Uh, so uh, this was uh, in 2010. Uh, I was I was down in Florida. What was I doing? Oh yeah, in treatment. And uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I met my mother up in New York and uh, she was, so it was in 2010. So my, my mother died in 2012. So she was 70, 78, I guess. Yeah. My mom was born in 32. And I said, well, let's go to New York. You know, I'll meet, I'll meet you there. And uh, she was kind of getting a little slower, Stevie, in those days. Okay. Mm-hmm. A little, you know, a little, a little more delayed. Okay. Hobbling around a little bit, you know 
arthritis and stuff like that. So you got to ride the subway, Steve, if you go to New York. Okay. And the subways are jammed, but it's, they're, they're kind of interesting. Great people watching Steve. Like sometimes they'll, people just get up and dance and break out in the middle of the subway. It's kind of cool. Uh, but they're all in a rush, Steve. It's a New York minute, everything. So uh, what I thought would be a good idea, as soon as the subway door opened, that my mom and I would try and get off first. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so it was your antics that almost got her killed. Cause I thought you were saying that you hired someone to have her, like you had her killed kind of thing, yeah. like a hitman or something like that. But no, it was just your boneheadery. Go ahead. Yeah. So then, of course, Steve, as soon as the doors open, Okay, just a flood of people running, okay, running, getting out of your way. Right. And, uh, um, you know, so my, my mom got, got knocked down and, uh, you know, on the stairs. And anyway, I found her like a couple of days later. I went back <laughs> and, and she was okay. You know, she was sitting with a homeless guy. And, That's <laughs> nice. That's nice. <laughs> You had a yeah. couple of scores to make in uh, the yeah. streets of New York. <laughs> Just, yeah, exactly. We'll get back Although, to Stevie, uh, my favorite trip of all time, I've been there four or five times. And uh, if, if you're ever thinking of where, she, if you know, you want to get away uh, with your wife or whatever, if you, you got to go. You got to go, man. It's just stay down in Times Square. Uh, like I say, the best people watching in the world. But as Brian Leach told me, you know, I said, what's it like living in New York? you know, to try and raise kids and all that. He said, it's the same as anywhere else. You know, there's, I said, well, where do you, where, where's the soccer field? Where's the parks? Mm -hmm. Where's, and he said, they're all in high rises. I said, what? Yeah. <laughs> like he was, we were walking around, we were walking around near MSG and, and he said, well, see that building right there as for an example on the, on the 11th floor, there's an equestrian arena. What? You know, on the 11th floor. Yeah. In wow. a high rise there's, and, and, uh, you know, another one's on the 30th floor is an indoor soccer field, you know, but it's all, it's all, it's all up in the air, you know, it's all there. It's all there. But anyway, I, 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 I could, I could go back anytime. Yeah. The shows, Stevie and the sports and the museums yeah. and it's, it's fantastic. It's a fantastic trip. And the restaurants, of course, are out of this world. Definitely on my to-do list. My favorite New York joke, Stevie. Uh -huh. Do you remember? Do you remember what it is? No. It's not utility belt, okay, because that was Gotham. Uh, the guy said, I met this guy the other day. He said he was from New York City. I said, I don't believe you. So he stabbed me. <laughs> <laughs> you believe me now? Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, anyway. Uh, good times. Uh, yeah, let's okay, get so I want to talk a little bit about, minute. yeah. I want to talk a little bit about, before we jump into the sports side, some sad entertainment news today. I think most people would be familiar with uh, the name Ray Liotta, and he passed away today uh, in his sleep at the age of 67. He was, of course, famous for, I think, the two biggest ones he'd have would be Goodfellas and Field of Dreams. And, uh, yeah, he's been in a bunch of different things as well. He's also Unlawful Entry. He did a TV show, cop show with Jennifer Lopez of recent. Anyway, Terrific actor, and uh, very sad to hear that news, 67 years of age. When we were 25, that seemed like a good long life, but uh, the older right. we get, the younger 67 seems. Yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, that's the first day. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, I was a fan, for sure. I was a yeah. fan. Uh, the, he had the, uh, which gangster movie was it? Goodfellas? 
Yes, sir. With with uh, with uh, Pesci, De Niro. And Pesci, De Niro yeah. and Pesci. Yeah, uh, great role. Okay, tons of lines. Right, the guy had a huge role in that thing, and and the maniacal laugh that if if you watch that movie, Goodfellas, with him, there's you you just you're on the edge of your seat because you begin to realize, okay, someone's going to take a bat in the in the in the head, right, for something, right. And and there's this scene at a bar a couple of times with Pesci where you're just waiting for him to snap. Yeah. To snap. Uh, and then another one where they're playing cards. I think they're all sitting around and there's a kid who's serving them drinks. I think that scene's in there too where, where Leota's going, come on, whatever Pesci's character name was, I forget. It's like, come on, Pesci. <laughs> the kid's just kidding. <laughs> He's just kidding, Pesci, you know? And then, of course, well, hmm, he didn't think he was kidding. Anyway, great, act, great actor. Great actor. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think if I'm to choose, I mean, he was really good as Shoeless Joe, and I'm sure that we'll be seeing, because this, this news just broke, I'm sure we'll be seeing that Field of Dreams scene where Ray Liotta's character, Shoeless Joe Jackson, basically walks away kind of his that's the end of his character arc in the movie and he just sort mm-hmm. of walks off into the cornfield and just sort of disappears effectively going to heaven and i'm sure we'll see video of that here over the next 24 hours but certainly good fellas in that character he played henry hill based on a true story of uh a whole mafia job and uh how paranoid robert de niro's character was but henry hill basically had to turn on them at the end Certainly when he was turning on them and uh, the cops were looking at him and trying to arrest him, there was that moment where his wife flushed all the drugs down the toilet. Oh, yes, 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 and, yes. And, he, yeah. and um, Lorraine Bracco, I think, was her name. Anyway, that scene where he's like, why did you do that, Karen? That was all the money we had, Karen. That oh, kind good of thing. one, Stevie. Excellent. Anyway, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Team Canada today, by the way. I know the World Hockey Championship isn't necessarily top of mind for folks, but it's uh, if you saw that game today in Finland, wow. So it's the quarterfinals against Sweden, and we are looking dead in the water. Canada's down 3-0, entering the third period. They finally get on the board, and they get it to 3-1 in the third. And then now they're under two minutes to play, and it's like, oh, come on. It's not going to – oh, look at this. Puck over glass. A power play out of nowhere with under two minutes to go. Canada makes it 3-2, and then they pull the goalie and score to make it 3-3. Then in overtime, Michael Nylander, sorry, not Michael, William Nylander of the Leafs, he takes a tripping call on Drake Batherson, and the Canadians cash in on that power play in OT. Drake Batherson buries one to complete the comeback, so Canada is now guaranteed a medal. They're off to the semifinals, so uh, just a tremendous hockey game uh it was weird because you don't normally get tremendous hockey games on a thursday morning but here we are batherson uh for the second half of the send season he was a weekly co-host on our podcast the sends nation podcast so clearly a little warnsy karma there oh huh? yeah sure it was sure. very very similar to the game last night in the nhl stanley cup playoffs same kind yep. of deal where you had one team up three nothing and the other team clawed back but this one's even more interesting is the Blues beat the Avalanche 5-4 in OT. It looked like it was going to be the Avalanche winning the series. They're up 3-0 in the game, and they're up 3-1 in the series. They're at home. Well, this is over for the Blues. No, no, no. 
No, no. They tie it up wow. at three. But there comes Nathan McKinnon down the ice. I think there was, I don't know, there must have been three, four minutes left in the game. And he, he had this yep. unbelievable goal down the left wing, just uh, flying a million miles an hour, going around the defenseman, tucking it upstairs. That made it 4-3 avalanche. And so you figure, okay, that's it. But How much time uh, left? About four or five minutes left in the game. And the place was going bonkers. Right. There was a hat trick at that stage for McKinnon. So the whole ice surface was littered with hats, and that's a moment to clean up. And I yeah, wondered sure. at the time, no, I guess I didn't guess I didn't wonder at the time, but knowing that Robert Thomas scored the tying goal with 56 seconds to go to force OT, I wonder if the uh, stoppage to clean up hats maybe worked against the Colorado Avalanche a little bit there because I got to think after you fought all the way back from a 3 nothing deficit to tie the game and then Nathan McKinnon, in Colorado, finishes off a hat trick to give them right. the lead. That would be a backbreaker in a lot of cases, but maybe the hats on the ice gave the Blues a little breather and a chance to kind of regroup where maybe otherwise they would not have. So Robert Thomas scores the tying goal inside a minute to go, and then Tyler Bozak was your hero, game winner, as the Blues stay alive with a 5-4 win over the Avs. Yeah, that's that's what some of the guys are saying. Don't uh, They're not going to roll over. Um if there was, I guess if there was going to be upsets, right? The other series aren't are not upsets. Regard, right? We were talking about it yesterday, right? The New York series is not an upset, regardless of what happens. Yeah. Uh, Tampa waltz their way into the next round, and the Calgary Edmonton is no. There's you know whoever ends up winning. Uh, yeah, the Blues would that, be the but, only one that would be a ma- an upset, but not a major one, in my opinion. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. I thought I thought it was. I thought Colorado was supposed to whip their way through so oh no i again i, I just i I've, I have probably more respect for the blues than most colorado is they would definitely be my favorite and everyone's favorite but i don't think the blues are that far off but i agree with you i'm trying to say that it would still be the only series of the four that if the blues won i would consider that an upset though not a monumental one but certainly a bigger upset than anything else that could have happened in this second round yeah okay well i'll, I'll go with that Battle of Alberta. I don't know if you heard Daryl Sutter's comments. I don't know what kind of psychology he's trying to play with your Oilers up 3-1 on his flames. But he's just like this mopey kind of drunk uncle thing that he's got going on. He basically says, well, everybody's talking about uh, all these negative things. Well, what about the positives? Maybe the yeah. Oilers are just better than us right now. Maybe our guys are doing all they can and just the Oilers are better right now. I'm trying to figure out, is that meant to be reverse psychology and that he thinks his his guys are going to be inspired by that? Oh, wait, coach doesn't think we're playing that great, that we're being outplayed and we'll play harder. It's very, I, I don't get Daryl Sutter, to be honest. There's a little chink in the armor there, Daryl. There's a little ripple in, uh, yeah. in the, in the can- candidness that you've done in these interviews. Yeah, no, no. Stop tape. Stop tape, uh, Daryl. Let's do it again. Yeah. Do Let's over, do exactly. Again. No. Yeah, okay, stop tape. <laughs> Cut! Yeah, Gotcha. No, no, you're not doing that. No, no, you got to be sarcastic. We need the one word answers. It's like Stevie, the, the guy said, what, what are you guys going to do? Uh, I mean, you made a lot of trips to the box there. You know, how are you going to keep guys out of the box? What do you do? He goes, don't go to the, don't go in the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just him being bland and everything. This yeah. just seemed, this to me, knob, you know, bit of a knob. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think there's any doubt about that. This was just, this is just weird. 
It was just, I mean, if I'm Brad Tree living as his boss, as the general manager yeah. of the Flames, I, I would want to do what you just said. I would want to just walk into the media room and say, stop, stop, cut, yeah. cut, cut. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. We got to work. We got to rework this thing. That's not the message we want to put out there right now. That's not inspiring anybody. I don't think it inspires the Flames or the Oilers. Um, okay, so, yeah, compliment from the other team's coach. Fine, whatever. We're still, yeah. we're still going I will balls say- to the wall. Yeah, I will say this. He, he's been interviewed a couple of times, like pre-game stuff, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, where they're doing a quick stand-up, you know, about 20 minutes before the game. And and he is he is a little more engaging when he's on national TV doing doing those interviews. You get you right. get you get pretty good answers from him anyway. So he's not a complete knob, you know. But uh anyway, that's interesting. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah. What's what's the what's the point there, coach? Oh ho ho ho, you didn't see the hidden message? No, 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 I didn't see that hidden message when you said they're better than us. I didn't I didn't grab a bunch out of that. I don't think no. Steve. I, I didn't grab the- I you know, I know how cryptic that was, but I just yeah. Yeah, what did you mean? Yeah, we're we're they're, they're better than us. Yeah. Oh, fabulous. Okay, good. Good, 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 good. Deal. If I ever get into the world of animation and I ever need a bullfrog voice. Daryl Sutter is my go-to guy. He's got the perfect bullfrog voice, in my right. opinion. I think this got nothing to do with effort or anything like that with with any of our guys that are that are uh, you know haven't been as productive after game one in the series. But you have to give Edmonton credit in that too. Like maybe maybe our guys are doing all they can. Maybe Edmonton's just doing a little bit better right now. I mean that's kind of been a sideline. Right? Nobody's talked about that. It's always been about the negatives. What about the good stuff that's going on? Uh, speaking of coaches, Andrew Brunette says he hopes to remain coach of the Florida Panthers next season. At a glance, you'd say that's got to be a slam dunk. They won the President's sure. Trophy this season, and uh, under Brunette, because of course they had the old Joel Quenville dismissal in October, uh, the Panthers went fifty-one, eighteen, and six under Andrew Brunette. But he was, now, and he got a Jack Adams nomination up for Coach of the Year. So this across the board would probably be a slam dunk. But there's also the angle of sometimes guys are handed the keys to a Cadillac. There's not many guys, and these were unique circumstances, obviously, with Quenville's involvement in the Kyle Beach case 10 years ago. When Quenville stepped aside in favor of Andrew Burnett, Florida was 7-0. They started the year 7-0, and they had to turf their coach for different reasons. So part of me is going, okay, he sure did well. But he sure had a hell of a roster handed to him. And so it'll be interesting to see if the Florida Panthers decide to give him the gig full time or not. <clears throat> he might be my pick for coach of the year. Um yeah, Daryl Daryl Sutter would be up there for me, Stevie. Like he 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 did the big turnaround. He did the big franchise turnaround, you know? Yeah. No, I would certainly I mean, I, I despite everything we said in our last conversation there, um, you can't you can't deny the results. Unlike right. Andrew Burnett, I don't think he got the keys to a Cadillac in Calgary. And he really took a team that was pretty ordinary last year. Again, I right. the, I got a steady diet of them last year here in Ottawa because they played in that all-Canadian division. And they, I think they, right. the Sens and Flames took each other on like nine or ten times. And the Sens had right. their number. So at no stage did I see this coming where you have a right. team that's in the second round of the playoffs. Probably going to stop here, but... Who would have been surprised if they beat Edmonton and went on into the conference final? That's a big turnaround, and coaching's part of that for sure. I agree. I agree. 
Um, also wanted to talk about uh, the Sens. They are willing to trade their number seven pick in the upcoming draft. Apparently, I'm supposed to call it the 2022 Upper Deck NHL Draft. Okay, I'm, I'm going to draw oh. the line right there, James. No, you no, know, you got to support the sponsor, Steve. No, I will not. You got to support. You, you live in a game. You live in a world, Steve, where sponsors are everything. No, no. Yes. Uh, no. I McD- This is my McDonald's refusal to do so. <laughs> <laughs> But it does seem odd. I mean, it's enough of the uh, arenas changing names every other year, it seems. We have to name every... Anyway, whatever. It is what it is. It's the Upper Deck NHL draft. Uh, what I'm finding interesting is that's a story. It's a big story. Like, oh, boy, they're willing to trade their number seven pick. Well, I guess so. It's the number seven pick. <laughs> it's interesting if you're talking a top a top three, but number seven in a, in a draft that's not said to be very deep, I'm like, yeah. oh, well, of course it'd be a. I mean, let's I, do as, Gretzky got traded, right? I, last I checked, Gretzky got traded. So I think the number seven pick in a fairly shallow upper deck NHL draft is, is certainly something you would at least talk about. Well, that's that's a bit of a story. That's a not to me. If you're an Ottawa Sense fan, you're going, okay, so we got a guy here in the first round, and you're going to trade him. We need some help. We we this just in, you know, we're a little light on talent. They're a little light on news is what they are. That's a story. <laughs> you know, first round, first overall selection in any league, that's always a, a storyline. Second, maybe okay. third. But once you get to the seventh overall selection, well, of course you're going to listen. Not saying you're going right. to trade it or we have no we have no interest in it. We want it gone. No, they're right. willing to trade it? Well, of course they are. It's the seventh overall okay. pick, not the first. Okay, let's move along. All right. Okay. Uh, we need to take a timeout first. We're going to talk about in a moment... Yarmir Yager at 50, not ready to hang up his skates just yet. Yes, you are, Yarmir. Yes, you are, dude. Yeah, okay. Must be pretty close, I would think. Uh, we'll yeah. kind of talk about that and more coming up after these words. Thinking about a nice used vehicle for the summer, but maybe you're a little uncertain about it? You want to make a smart choice. Of course you do. Well, Jim K. Ford removes all of your worries. Jim K. Ford is your Ottawa-certified pre-owned Ford dealer. So how about a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage? History report of the vehicle. Purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. That is peace of mind. So check out jimkford.com. They're at 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. Insurance is very expensive, and it's my job to save you money. If you can't save money, why would you buy from me? You have plenty of options, so make me one and you'll see why. Text quote to 613-860-6008 to get started. We can spend 10 minutes to connect and I'll email you a personalized quote. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. So Yaramir, Mario Jr. I always thought the neat jumble of his name, Yaramir, is Mario Jr. Anyway, Yager's not ready to hang up his skates just yet. 50-year-old Yaramir Yager announcing he's leaning toward playing next season again for Klotno, the top pro league in the Czech Republic. He put on his Facebook, I know some of you will not believe it, but I'm really looking out at the next season. Are you looking forward to it, Klotno fans? And part of it is he wants to uh, he wants to play with his longtime teammate Thomas Plekanitz. And uh, I guess Plecky has a dream to play in the playoffs with Klotno. Are we going to try and happen, make it happen for him together? Trying to get the fans in a bit of a hype show. It's not, I mean, it's great and everything. I mean, good for them. And maybe he's still hanging in there. 
only had 19 points in 43 games where he would have probably in his prime had about 1,900 points in 43 games. But okay, he still wants to play and uh, good on him. Good for him. But you can't help but wonder about that gambling thing. Huh? Hmm? Huh? Oh, did I lose you? Sorry, Steve. I was muted. Okay. The, the big truck, I was I was on it, Stevie. The big, you could probably hear that truck. Beep, beep, Oh, yeah, I beep. did. Yeah. yeah. I was talking the other day, you know, it's like, would, would you want to play hockey into your 50s? And the answer is, if I can, you know, if I still can, you know. Would, do you want to live to be 100? Yeah. Yeah, I do, you know, as long as, long as I've lost my mind or something. Yeah, I'm you know? over 50 now and looking forward to the Gord Wilson Thursday night summer extravaganza hockey. Uh, so that begins tonight. Most of all, I'm looking forward to having a shower there where they actually have power. But <laughs> um, Oh, I thought you meant showering with the with the team or something. I was going, what? No, no. I, that, that's neither here nor there. It's, uh, yeah. No, it's all, t- <laughs> Is that something else I had to edit? I missed that. <laughs> no, no. I said, well, you said, I'm looking forward to playing hockey with Gord and having a shower. Right. Oh, right. Was, what the hell? Yeah. Now, Gordy's retired. He's been retired for about four years, but it's just the name we call it because he's the guy that started it. But uh, no, the point is, uh, I'm over 50. I'm still excited yeah. about playing hockey, but it's a once a week thing. And no one's trying to take my head off. It's literally like even back checking is frowned upon in men's league hockey. That's how you oh, should be playing right hockey here? once you hit 50. Not, <clears throat> not playing in a professional league where people are trying to run you down. Right. That's true. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I drove by my uh, first uh, men's slow pitch game I saw the other day, Stevie. Right. Uh, and it's, it's, it's always a treat with the overweight guys with the jersey and, and dude in the back, you know, before he comes up, Steve, okay, it was about 45 over, but doing the stretching, okay, doing the, you know, the yeah. arms back, you know, grabbing the elbow, you know, grabbing your left elbow with your right hand, yeah, pulling that across the chest, Stevie. You know, yeah. That one. No, no, dudes, just just get in there, take a swipe at it, and lob ball, your way slow down pitch, to- <laughs> some yeah. of the fashion choices you see at those things, and how seriously some of them take it. It's uh, yeah, it's it's a great sport. It's a great beer drinking sport, and it's fun. But some guys yeah. get up there and they got the batting gloves going, and they're going hard and stuff, and they get their socks right. all the way up to their knee, maybe some stirrups <laughs> as well. Got the sort of cut the cut off ball pants going on. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Sometimes it gets a little crazy. Uh, to close it out today. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of crazy, the CFL still has not been told whether the Players Association is actually planning to hold a vote today. There's a game tomorrow, and they still are not even communicating properly on whether there's going to be a vote. There should be a vote because it sounds like the union is just a few guys, Mm. and they're just on their own unilaterally saying, yeah, this is a non-starter. And the big problem is, reducing the number of Canadian starters on any given CFL team from seven to six from seven what to six. That's the big That's sticking point. This up? What? So I have a, yeah. And I have a feeling that if you put this out to the full membership, they'll be reacting the way you and I were right now. You're going to wait, you're going to risk losing more football in a league that just had to cancel a couple of years ago, like the whole season. You're going to risk mm-hmm. that for like going from, cause you need to keep it at seven from the current six. That just to me seems, and and by the way, if you're going to increase it from 
uh, bringing the Canadian starters down from seven to six. That one extra person can still be a Canadian, but it can't be just an American. It has to be an American who's played a minimum number oh of God. years in the CFL. Well, you're holding it up for that? Come on. That's like a that's like a one point five million dollar house deal, Steve. Okay. All right. And uh, uh, we're close. Okay. We're gonna we're close. I'll buy your house for that money, but you've got to throw in the dryer. Right. I won't and do you're going, it. No, pal. No, no. No, no. Don't think that for one second. Okay? Who do you think I am? What advantage are you trying to take? Okay? All right? Not going to happen. Not going to happen, Stevie. Well, hopefully cooler heads prevail. And uh, we will have football in the capital preseason action as the Red Blacks take on the Argos on Friday night. With that, we shall take our leave. And in truth, cards on the table. Had a little glitch there. My generator just ran out of gas. So we're about to wrap it up anyway. So the power did come back on tonight. So that's one less thing. Don't forget, if you're enjoying the show and you want to support it, pick up a T-shirt or join us with a Patreon membership for as little as a pint of beer like the one I had at Beer League Hockey tonight. Uh, The website is stevewproject.com. Thank you very much for being with us. We'll talk to you next time.